Hey friend, are you feeling overwhelmed, stressed, or frustrated? Well, I know for me, most of the time when I'm feeling that way, it is because my boundaries have not been, in, you know, I, I've overstepped boundaries in some area. Either I have allowed too many toys to come into the house, um, we didn't keep the kitchen clean like we should. We, um, maybe it just got too chaotic at home. Maybe I was working too much and didn't keep my boundaries with my work-life balance. Maybe it's just because things have gotten out of balance and you need to get that back in balance so that you can stop feeling so overwhelmed. I know the longer that I go feeling that way, the harder it is to fix the problem. And the harder it is to see where the problem started in the first place. And then it feels like everything is the problem instead of the actual problem. So one of the ways that I start fixing that in my home is to set some, you know, schedule boundaries. That is the first place. Like maybe I didn't prioritize bedtime like I should. So our mornings aren't going where the way they should in the mornings because we didn't have what we needed ready. Maybe the boundaries are that the toys are more than my kids can maintain on their own. And it's been a while since I stepped in to help with that. Um, maybe the boundaries are that the kids play outside longer than they should on a school night. And we need to start reining that back in. Maybe the boundaries are that I watched too many TV shows yesterday and wasn't able to participate in things at home like I should. And, you know, what, what are the boundaries that are making me feel so stressed and overwhelmed? What are the, the boundaries that are broken or overstretched that are making it feel like I can't keep up? Where do I need to set boundaries where I haven't set them before so that I can keep up and maintain and be responsible for all the things that I'm supposed to be doing in my home, in my work, in my family, and really be the best version of me. Because if I'm not getting the sleep that I need, because I didn't set boundaries with the television or with uh, the kids going to bed on time. So then I was later going to bed on time or I didn't have stuff cleaned up or I needed to do the laundry because I didn't do it earlier in the day or earlier in the week. And now I'm behind on things because I didn't keep up. The easiest way for me to get caught back up is to number one, plan a dinner that is like easy crock pot, throw it in and be done. Number two, start a load of laundry Number three, adjust my schedule. What needs to be adjusted in my schedule? And the way that I do my schedule, I keep it very flexible because I have four kids. I am a working from home. I am working with clients. I am on the phone. I have this podcast that I'm doing. I have so many different things that I'm doing. I'm often out of town working with clients. And it really does require some flexibility, but it also requires boundaries. I know that I cannot be out of town every weekend of the month. I know that I cannot 
stay up late every night of the month and not get laundry done multiple days a week and (laughs) still have a house that is functioning. With six people living in your home, laundry has to be done. And man, it feels like if I let one thing go, I've let six things go. And so keeping those boundaries, keeping a schedule that actually works for myself and my family really does help everything to feel more in control or more, um, anyways, it keeps me from feeling overwhelmed. So the best way for me to do that is I use the time blocking schedule where I have blocks of my day set up where I do certain things in each section of time. And, oh man, it helps so much if I have my evening block set up so that I'm getting the kids ready for bed. We're packing lunches the night before. If we haven't done them for the whole week, which we have yet to do this school year, (laughs) um, I'm making sure that the younger two kids, their laundry is done on Friday so that they can put it away either Friday evening or Saturday. And then they have all the clothes they need for the whole week ahead. And that saves so much stress. And the other thing that I do is making sure that the house is tidy, at least for the start of the week. So it's Monday, I go through the house and I tidy up the spaces that got left this morning or that got ignored over the weekend. That would mean vacuuming the upstairs bedrooms, tidying the bathroom, wiping down the tub, scrubbing things if needed. And I don't like to do that all in the morning. I just like to put, you know, a quick wipe down in the morning. I usually scrub the shower when I'm taking a shower. Um, I clean the toilet when I've used the toilet or when I'm in the kids in the bathroom helping the kids with something or when they're in their shower, then I would go in and use that couple of minutes where I'm checking on them or talking with them and clean something. So I'm not really adding it onto my list and blocking off time for it. That's a time that I know I'm going to be in the bathroom anyways. Go ahead and clean the bathroom while I'm in there. Um, When I am in the shower, it's super easy for me to just scrub down the walls and wipe up the edges and stuff. That's so easy to do when I'm already in the shower. Um, The other thing that I really focus on is making sure that I've got laundry washed throughout the week. I have it separated by person and by room so that it's really easy to put away. I don't have to sort laundry. There's no whole throw it out on the bed or on the sofa or the table and pile it all up and sort through whose is whose and get it all separated. No, we don't do that at all. I can literally take it out of the dryer and sort it by person. And that is how I do it every week for my family. So my husband and I share a hamper a lot of times. I try to keep mine separate, but sometimes it's just too much. So he, um, because his clothes are larger than mine, he wears, and he wears more layers than I do. He has a lot more clothing pieces to wash than I do. So his laundry for a week is at least two loads of laundry because his clothing is bigger and he wears more clothing. For my younger two, I could almost put all of their clothes. It's a really full load if I do. I could put both of their clothes together because they share a room into one load of laundry, but then I'm still having to sort more. And I don't like to do that. I like it to be sorted by person 
because it's so easy to put it away. I did it this morning for my younger two. This weekend, I washed their clothes together. And then I sorted them and had them folded in their basket, waiting for them to put away when they get home from school. My daughter was super excited to get warm, fuzzy clothes from the dryer. They were all warm and cozy for her to put on this morning. She loved that. (laughs) And everybody had their clothes that they needed. But we did not get things done at the house this weekend because I was really needing some relaxation time with my husband. We haven't had that in a while where we both off on the weekend and home together. So I prioritized spending time with him and now my house is showing that we didn't prioritize the house this weekend. So I'm going back in and I'm going to go through and clean the rooms that needed to be cleaned and just put away the pieces that got left out. Um, And it's not much and I can do it all in under an hour. I have a meeting in just a few minutes. So I've got you know, I have just a little bit of time. I have a meeting around um, 10. So as soon as I finish up the house, I will get my breakfast and have everything ready and be ready for my meeting. And I still have time. I'm, I'm already dressed. I have my makeup on. I'm ready for everything that I need to do. And I do that in between taking the kids to school. I really do try and have all of that done before 7am. Because if I don't, then it's doesn't happen. If I do not get myself ready before the morning craziness, you know, it's just not, it is so easy to be late if I don't prioritize that. So I've done that for many years. I've prioritized getting myself up, dressed, and ready before I get the kids up or wake them up. And while they're supposed to be getting dressed, I'm back and forth in the bathroom and waking up the kids. And my husband's been really great to help with that sort of thing too on the mornings when he's home. And we try really hard to teamwork that. And that's, I mean, it it really does help to get yourself ready because if not, then you're going to be out, you're going to meet people, you're going to run errands and you're not ready for the day. And then you feel like you're behind. It's the same when I wake up with the dirty sink full of dishes. I feel like my house is behind for the day. I like to wake up with a fresh kitchen. (laughs) I like to wake up and be ready before I leave my room. I don't want to go all through the house and up and down because by the time I get downstairs to the kitchen, everything just kind of piles up on top of me for (laughs) it's time to go. They need help with this. I can't find my shoe. I can't find my lunchbox. Where's my water bottle? I took it outside the other day and now I can't find it. You know, all the things that just kind of pile up as we're trying to get out the door in the mornings. And We are a pretty minimal family. The kids don't have but one water bottle. They don't have um, multiple pairs of shoes. They have four pairs of shoes and only two of them are appropriate for school. So it makes it really challenging if they lose one. Um, And I told you guys in the last episode that my youngest, she broke her shoelace and took it out, took her shoelace out and threw it away. I didn't know what it was. And then we lost her other shoes, which was under her desk. I just didn't see it. I don't know why I didn't see it. I did look, I don't know why I didn't see it, but (laughs) she didn't have them where they were supposed to be. That is not my responsibility. That is her responsibility to put her things where they belong not mine. It is my children's responsibility to take care of their things. If they lose their water bottle, that was not my fault. I provided them with what they needed and they chose to not keep up with what they needed to keep up with. It was not my fault. And so Joe was happy as she could be 
to wear her slipper and her boot to school and it looked really silly and awkward and she came home and she didn't feel like she got made fun of. She was fine. She's in first grade, so it's not a big deal. Um, but these are things that I have put on my kids' plates that I see so many other moms carrying as their responsibility. It is our responsibility to teach our children to be responsible. It is our responsibility to set them up for success. And that's the other thing that I see people struggling with a lot um, is not having that, you know, not setting their kids up for success. So if your kids don't know where their shoes are supposed to go, or everybody's shoes are supposed to all be piled up in the entryway or in the garage or, you know, whatever, and everybody has like 30 pairs of shoes, which I've seen this so many times. I'm not like, I'm not just making this stuff up. This is stuff I see in people's houses all the time where their kids have so many pairs of shoes. They don't even know how many pairs of shoes their kids have. And they certainly can't fit them all on one little space in their kid's closet almost any time. If you were to take all the clothes and all the shoes that belong to your child and have them in their room and put them on their bed and lay them out and have them put them away, how would they feel about it? How long would it take them? How long would it take them to put those clothes away? Even if you had them all laid out and all the things that needed to be hanging were flat laid all the things that need to be folded and put into drawers were separated by where they went. You know, all their pants, their shorts, their leggings, their athletic wear, their pajamas, socks, and underwear, and like all these different things. And they were all categorized and set up so that they just had to grab that one stack and one pile and put it away where it belongs. Would they have room in their dresser to put all of their clothes away neatly by themselves? Or would they have to move stuff around would they, you know, how many time, how many trips would they have to go from the bed to the dresser just putting away their shirts? Could they do it themselves without feeling overwhelmed? Now, my kids can do all their clothes by themselves from age four up. And it's not overwhelming because they don't have too much stuff. They have the stuff that they use. And then the stuff that they're not using right now is in a bin at the top of their closet, which they can get to if they really wanted to themselves, but they usually don't. Every once in a while, when they're looking for something that they didn't put away, <laughs> they will get in there. But like my son got into his before we went camping because he couldn't find a swimsuit. Well, that was because it was in the wash because he left it in a different room. So he went through the bin. He found some other swim stuff. They were probably a size bigger than him. So he's in a 10, 12, and he got the size 12s out. Um, I think they were size 12, 14, which didn't really look that big on him, but I wouldn't pick it out. So it wasn't in his clothing to wear right now because he fits in a 10, 12. So that's what I had him wearing. And those are the things that go in their bin, the stuff that they can wear next season or next size. So if he grew and he was really struggling to fit in his swimsuits, I had backups for him. He had something he could wear. He had some shorts, but he didn't need them in his closet right now because he had enough for what he needed to get through the week. So that is what I'm focusing on right now for my family is getting their clothing washed, dried, folded, and put away and ready for them. And by put away, I mean put in their room so that they can put it away. It's on their bed. It's easy for them to put away. It's not overwhelming for them. And I want you guys to be able to do that too. 
My kids don't use dressers because when they use dressers, they shove stuff in the drawers. They don't fold stuff. They put stuff in the wrong place. They lose other things in the dresser. They have drawers. Um, just my youngest two have drawers beside their bed. And you know what I found in the drawer? I found a candy wrapper and a soda can this morning when I was looking in the hair bow drawer to get my daughter's hair, her hair tangle spray and her brush and top knot, you know, scrunchy. So <laughs> I found a soda can and a candy bar wrapper in her drawer. I'm like, this is, this is why we can't do dressers. And I'm ready to get rid of the desk too, because that's what they do with it. Ah, it makes me crazy. So at least they only have three small drawers that they do this with, but man, it is, it is frustrating to see kids rooms when they have stuff shoved in every single drawer. And even the moms have every single mom, every single one that has a child that puts their own clothes away. The mom says that they go in there and straighten their drawers out. They go in there regularly and put their clothes away for them. They like it, it puts more work on your plate. That's why I want to take that extra work off of your plate. And I want you to be able to do the things that you really should be doing. This is why I keep my kids stuff simple because I don't feel like that should be my responsibility. They're not toddlers anymore. They can put their own clothes away. They can clear their own dishes. They can make their own lunch for school. As long as I have provided what they need to be able to do the job well. So they have containers that they need. They have the Ziploc bags, if that's what we're using. If, you know, they have sandwich bread, they have, you know, peanut butter and jelly or some lunch meat or something to put on that sandwich, right? They have their snacks and whatever they needed, their fruits and their vegetables so that I've make it easy for them to make healthy choices. Like if we're not making it easy for our kids to do they're not going to do it and they're not going to do it well. So that is my focus is to help make it easy for you to do the things that are your responsibility. Your responsibility is making sure they have what they need. That's grocery shopping, right? That's, um, that's giving them, making sure they have their lunch boxes, making sure they have a place to put those things that is convenient and easy for them to use it on a regular basis. I don't want my kids to have to go put their backpacks upstairs in their bedroom closet, um, every day. And then at, you know, we're late for school and we had to turn around and come back because someone left their backpack and now they have to go all the way through the house and open three different doors to get to their backpack. That's a, that is not setting them up for success. That is making things more difficult than they need to be. So our backpacks go on the coat rack right by the door in our last house. They, I added hooks in the entry closet right by the front door. They're not leaving the front door entrance area. It was still convenient to the garage if they chose to go to the garage and leave out that way. But my car doesn't fit in a single door garage and that's what we had to work with. So we have set them up for success. Their backpacks do not leave the entryway. I sign their papers right there. They, you know, their folders go right back in the backpacks right there. They never leave that area. And that is how we make it easy for our kids. Now, if my kids choose to take stuff out of their backpack and walk through the house with it and bring it to me when I'm in a different room, instead of leaving it there in that space for me, 
then I sign it and I put it down and then I tell them to come and get it and put it away. And if they choose not to do that, again, that's not my responsibility to do that. They brought it to me in my bedroom or in my bathroom or in the office and now they have to come and get it. That was their choice and (laughs) that makes it a lot more work for them sometimes to do that. But I asked them when they come in, I asked them as soon as they get home, I was like, did you have any paperwork that you needed me to sign? You know, what do we do with that stuff? I go through their folders. They bring me their folder. We go through it. I give it back to them. I tell them to put it away. I've signed what needed to be signed and I've taken out the papers that needed to stay home. And by the way, I do not save 99% of those papers. If they have a paper that I feel like is something that really represents their personality. Either it's written a story or um, just a funny way of spelling something or something that just really does stand out. If they've drawn a picture or done some artwork that really represents their personality right now, I will save that. They each have a bin that they get their sentimental stuff put in. But just one bin per kid. I'm not saving multiple bins of stuff. They aren't going to have bins of clothing from each age and also bins of paperwork from each grade. Like that is too much to send with them or for them to maintain and be responsible for. So I'm trying my hardest to set them up for success. They will have the cute little things that make them smile and remember who they were in those ages and stages of life. Those favorite pieces that they had, those favorite toys or books or whatever, saving those for the, for them to remember and letting go of the rest. So those school papers that have all of the different menu options and stuff, you can look that up online. You do not need that. You can look up, if you can look it up online, you don't need the actual printed paper. Okay. So all of those go straight to the recycling. I do not save those. I don't want that stuff cluttering up my refrigerator. I don't want it cluttering up my home. I save any special dates. I take photos in my phone of an invitation, like a birthday invitation, and then I mark it in my calendar. Sometimes it works out for us to go. Sometimes it doesn't. But that way I have saved the person's name, phone number, contact information, location, the address, all of that. And I add it into my calendar right away. So keeping these boundaries, keeping these things, like I don't let the mail come in and pile up. I want it to be sorted and thrown away immediately. I don't like it to be messy and stuff piled up. I don't want paperwork piled up on the table at the entryway or on the dining table or in the kitchen or in the office. I want it thrown away and sorted and filed. I don't like looking at piles of stuff because I would rather throw it all away and burn it (laughs) instead of looking at it. It is a pile of mess. So because really all clutter is, is procrastination. It is delayed decisions. We delay making decisions and then clutter piles up and then we're stuck with making the decision later. And now it's a heavier decision because there's more decisions to make. And the more decisions we make, the more tired we feel. So trying to eliminate those decisions and make it super easy, which is why I take away that capsule wardrobes, take away so many decisions. You can grab any shirt, pants, jacket, shoe and they all look cute together. They can all be worn together. Some of them have, you know, some combinations have a lot more personality than others, but that's great. 
have personality in your wardrobe, please. So if you guys need help with any of that or try and figuring stuff out for your family, how to set those boundaries, how to create those systems so that they are actually working for your family instead of making your family work to keep up with them, I want it to be easy for you. And if you're stuck trying to make it easy for yourself, set up an SOS call. Let's get that figured out. There's no need for you to be stuck trying to figure this out on your own. It is seriously just a phone call away. Send some pictures in, email it, hello at the SOSmom.com. You can book your SOS call at www.thesosmom.com. All right, I'm here for you. I want to support you. I want to encourage you. And I want to make things easy for you to keep up with at home. I want it to be easy for you to keep up with the daily messes at home and maintaining your home and your family so that you have more time for what is really important. That is the whole purpose of this podcast. That is what I want for my people that I'm helping, for my clients that I go in their home. I want to make it easy for them to get to the things that they use, the things that they love, and to not have to waste time going all around the house trying to look for stuff or figure something out or find something or just, I want to make it easy for you. It's easy for me. I want to make it easy for you. So if you need help with that, don't hesitate. Book your call today. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't done it already, make sure you go to Apple Podcast and leave a review for this show so more people can find it. If you want some more behind the scenes and more connection with me, come join the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show. And you can email me or call 980-389-0399 and email at hello at the SOSmom.com. I'm waiting for you. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?